This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your home life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. Research says that having a purpose in life can help you live longer. Well, that's a good deal if you know what your purpose is, right? What is a purpose in life and how can we get that? That's what we're going to explore today on Simply Said. Hello, I'm Polly Campbell and this is the podcast where we talk about practical ways and by practical I mean the things that even I can do and if I can do them, you can do them to live a good life, to live well, do good, and be happy. And apparently having a purpose in life is one of those things. This study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association isn't the only research to back up this idea. And I write about it extensively in my book, Imperfect Spirituality and How to Live an Awesome Life. There is a lot of evidence that shows that the intention to accomplish something that is meaningful which defines purpose, the intention to accomplish something that is meaningful to ourselves and valuable to others is kind of a big deal, according to Stanford psychologist William Damon and colleagues. Purpose is connected to better physical health, well-being, and a higher quality of life overall. It fosters happiness, feelings of flow, optimal experience, and leaves us with a sense of a life well-lived. Jeez Louise, now if they could only prove that it leads to weight loss, I'd be all in. <laughs> But I think this idea makes sense. We all want to feel like we're contributing something, right? That we're leaving a legacy, that we're doing something that contributes to our family or makes the world a little brighter, a little better. And I love that the bigwigs are studying this and talking about this now. You know, 15 years ago when I started writing about these things, I had a hard time getting much interest. I had a hard time getting people to take it seriously. It was too woo-woo for a lot of people. Now there really is a lot of research that when we pay attention to how we are living our lives, the things that we are deliberately doing, we can really elevate the experience of our lives. But how the heck do we get some of this purpose for ourselves, right? You know, what is your purpose? How do we discover that? And uh, I know this will come as a big surprise to you, but I've thought about this a lot. (laughs) In other words, I overthink everything so you don't have to, right? I've studied this a ton and done plenty of overthinking. And here is what I've learned. Cleaning the toilet is not an expression of purpose, nor is folding laundry. Purpose is bigger than that. 
Although even I can argue that those caretaking needs can suit your higher purpose. And I'll tell you how in a minute. Doesn't mean you have to do it, I'm just saying, right? Ultimately, purpose is about something bigger, something that extends beyond ourselves. And though the task may be smaller, even mundane at times, it leads to something bigger. Think about it this way, like teaching a specific yoga pose or a safe exercise move to a class. Really, you're teaching that move in the moment. You're teaching people how to stay safe while working out. But the larger purpose is about supporting others about improving their lives, about giving them the skills to live a fitter, stronger life. And that's no small thing. We can break purpose down to that. It requires lots of uh, daily habits, right? But over time, those little things lead to a, a greater consistent expression of purpose. Purpose involves progress. We move forward even when it's not easy. And that kind of engagement leads us to new opportunities and meaningful experiences, important relationships, and other qualities that elevate our lives. It is not limited. And this is where I think we get into trouble. Too often we think our purpose is about the job we hold or the roles and responsibilities that we have on a daily basis. So maybe we're a teacher and we're teaching kids in elementary school and we think that's our purpose. So what happens then when we retire? Is our purpose gone? Is it kaput? Do we no longer have meaning or purpose in our lives? What about if you're an attorney who has helped families for decades and now and now that you've quit doing that work, do you feel empty simply because you're not doing that job, not doing that work anymore? Our purpose is not our job. In fact, I would imagine you are living your purpose already, even if you haven't defined it, even if you're not sure what it is. But it will help you to be more deliberate in your choices and actions and to live closer to your purpose and therefore live a more satisfying life if you understand more of what you're going for. Ultimately, it doesn't matter what you do. It matters that what you do feels valuable to you. It matters that the work you're doing is valuable and contributing some meaning, enhancing your lives and the lives of others. So here are a couple of things. You can have a sense of purpose in your life, even if you hate your job or your husband, or your car, or cleaning the house, because purpose isn't limited by its expression. It can be expressed in many different ways. This is good news, because our purpose, the way we express it, can grow and change throughout our lives, even if our purpose itself does not change. It isn't about the work you get paid for, though it can be. Perhaps you get a job where you get to act out your purpose. That's great. My friend Tanya explored this a few years ago. For years, she had worked as a school counselor helping kids. Then she stayed home when her boys were young and she re-entered the workforce. She took her personal interests of physical fitness and wellness and became a fitness trainer. That was a job and she loved it and she was good at it. But that job went away. So does that mean she no longer could help people? No, instead she created her own business and began teaching others and working with other trainers too. Because her purpose was never about fitness training. It was never limited. That was a form of expression. But her purpose was always about helping people feel better, stronger, more alive, healthier, more themselves. So she found another way of doing that. When she worked in the studio, she did that. When she worked with kids, she did that. She helped people become stronger and more resilient. She's like that in her friendship. She elevates the people around her. She's like that in her family. She's like that in her work life, right? Fitness training, working as a school counselor, serving as a friend. 
she expresses her purpose within all those roles and responsibilities. But her purpose is not one of those things. Her purpose is really larger. It's to empower others, to strengthen others, to help others live their best life, right? So wherever she goes, whatever she brings to the world, she'll be expressing that purpose. You can feel purpose in life throughout your life, though your expression of it may change. And that's reassuring to me because we're growing, dynamic, changing individuals, right? You may not want to do this work all the time and you can retire and do other things and volunteer or go back to school or start a new job or a new business, work with your grandkids and always be an expression of your purpose, right? Whether it's with your friends, whether you're talking at a book club, whether you're giving speeches or gardening or knitting, teaching your grandkids, while our expression of purpose changes, it does not go away. So the good news is that even though you may not know what your purpose is, you're probably already expressing it. And while the way we express our purpose is not limited, chances are we're expressing it even if we don't know what it is. But here's the thing, I think we do better when we have a sense of what our purpose is, when we have a sense of what's meaningful to us, what can make a difference in the world. I think that adds value to our life. And you know me, I like to overthink everything. I like to plan, I'm very predictable. And so I wanted to really explore this topic and this issue and figure out what my purpose is and, and the ways I can express it. What I found is the process is super fun to do. So here are a couple of ways you can think about your purpose and exploring it and getting clear about it. One is look for the patterns in your life. If you're always working with kids, if you're always creating art or designing beautiful living spaces or making healthy choices, helping others get fit or stronger or healthier, if you're always cooking, go to that pattern in your life. That's a hint of the things that you like to do that you may be skilled at and the ways that you make a difference in the world. So look for the patterns, the threads, the pieces that tie together that you seem to come back to. That could be an indication of what your purpose is. Write down some of those patterns, write down the common denominator among them and see if that's your purpose. See if that's something that resonates with you. I'm a communicator. I want to entertain and inspire others to live their best lives through my writing, through my podcast, through my speech, through whatever I'm doing, whatever interaction I have with people. Forever, I thought writing was my purpose because I love to do it. It's what I trained to do. It's what I studied. It's what I practiced. It's about the only thing I know how to do, I figure. But there have been times that I was burned out in the writing that I was doing, that I was tired, that I didn't want to write anymore. Does that mean I lost my purpose? No, because my purpose is bigger than the writing. Writing is simply a form of expression, right? I can inspire and entertain and educate others to live their best lives through my writing, through my podcast, but also through my parenting. I hope to inspire my daughter and through the way I'm a friend to people. I hope to give knowledge and inspiration in the way I express myself. What is it you like to do? For me, it always came back to the spoken word and the psychology and the research that I had to share. I communicated through the writing and the speeches and all those other things. What are the patterns for you? What do you like to do? And this is the second part of exploring your purpose. What are you doing when you feel most energized? 
Purpose isn't easy. It's not always easy to express. We aren't always going to love it. We are absolutely going to have ups and downs. But at the end of the day, when you feel most satisfied about the work you've done or the activities you've participated in, when you feel full, like you've accomplished something, what is it you are doing? What drives you? What leaves you feeling energized. Go to that thing and then look at the patterns and see what ties it all together. Find out more ways of expressing that energy, that good emotion, and you'll discover that your purpose is illuminated. It's not far behind. Finally, the third way to really think about discovering our purpose is to cut the slack. Purpose is an expression, we express it in a ton of different ways, but at times we get in the way of ourselves. We create barriers in our own lives. Sometimes we limit our expression, right? And then we stop looking for creative ways to express our purpose and live our lives because the routine isn't set up to support us. I talk about this in my book, How to Live an Awesome Life, because I think we stumble over ourselves sometimes. If we are stressed out all the time, if we're drinking too much or eating too much, if we're tired all the time or in a relationship that is hurting us or abusive and requiring all of your energy, you are not going to have the energy and the bandwidth to get creative in search of your purpose and the way you express it. And the ways you express your purpose are going to be limited because we just can't do it all, right? That isn't good for you and that isn't good for the rest of us. We live longer, we feel healthier, we live less stressed and have more satisfying lives when we are on track expressing our essence and we need to be well and strong enough to do that. So if you're not able to explore your purpose, if you're not seeing the patterns in your life, if you're feeling dissatisfied and unhappy, it could be because there are obstacles in your routine, blocks in your routine that are serving as barriers to keep you from that. You need to free yourself up. You need to go back and look at the things in your life that aren't working as well as you'd like and cut the slack. Get rid of some of those things so that you can align with your values and get closer to your purpose and express things that you want to express. I'm not telling you to leave your job or your marriage or your household. I'm not telling you to get rid of anything. I'm suggesting that you examine the blocks in your life that might keep you from your true expression. And sometimes when we recognize that, it becomes clear just what changes we need to make. I'll give you an example from my own life. I couldn't always define my purpose. I kind of knew what it was. I knew I wanted to inspire people, lift people up. But I thought my purpose was to write. It was as I went through this process that I'm talking to you about, and, and I really do this stuff too, but I was doing more public speaking. I was writing books. I was hanging out with friends. I was parenting that I recognized uh, those were also areas for, to express my purpose. Then a couple of years ago, my arthritis was in a bad way. I was in a, a tremendous amount of pain. Um, I physically wasn't able to do the things I wanted to do. I was exhausted all the time. I was becoming more socially isolated because I was grouchy and I didn't feel well. I was out of shape. I was overweight. I was in pain. And I wasn't very satisfied in my work. And I knew that from that place, being overweight and lazy and uncomfortable, I was in no way going to be able to inspire other people. 
or myself for that matter. I was not going to be able to express my purpose because I had these barriers and a lot of them were physical, but a lot of them were emotional too, mental, right? I, I sabotaged myself by thinking I couldn't lose weight and couldn't get in shape because I had rheumatoid arthritis. So I had these barriers that were preventing me from the full expression of my purpose. And that was getting old. That was really uncomfortable. I knew what I wanted to do. I was doing it to some degree, but I knew that really to to fulfill this expression, I needed to be healthier. So far, there's no cure for rheumatoid arthritis. It's a chronic illness. So I knew I wasn't going to fix that overnight. But I looked at the smaller things I could do in my life to free myself up. I started exercising regularly. I started doing uh, some more creative kind of jobs, uh, which ultimately led to this podcast and, and some other things that are super fun. I began working with my doctors and adding things in that would help me physically as far as improving my diet, but also doing more of the things that I enjoyed to enhance my own life. And that helped me create the energy I needed to express my purpose in a full way again. And hopefully express it in a way that would enhance the lives of others. I don't think you need to trade everything out to act on your purpose. I didn't lose the weight overnight. It took me two and a half years. I don't think you have to leave your life behind, but you may have to tweak it to get closer toward your expression, to take care of yourself so that you can be all you want to be. And this just isn't about you, right? We need one another to express our full purpose and potential, to be in those places. Because then we give each other momentum. We pull each other along. I get to ride behind in your wake and feel those waves and that energy. And your momentum fires me up too. Have you ever talked to somebody who was on fire with their life? They were excited and, and all in. They knew what they were called to do and they were doing it. That is an awesome energy to be around and we can all benefit from that. So when you are living your life on purpose, you pull me right along with you. When I'm living on purpose, I can help you do that too. We can come together and with this kind of energy, not only does it feel great, but it makes our families and neighborhoods and schools and communities stronger. It makes our world better. I believe in that. So look for the places you can cut in your life, the slack you can drop off so that you can overcome the barriers, the things that are catching you up and find those ways that help you express your purpose. That brings us to the Simply Start segment today where we talk about ways to jump right in and start this practice. And I want you to take a minute today to look at the patterns in your life when you are feeling awesome. What kinds of things are you doing when you're feeling excited, when you're feeling like you're contributing something important to your life and the lives of others? What are you doing when you feel filled up and satisfied and accomplished at the end of the day? Now, it might be little details and pull all those details together and see what the pattern is, see what they have in common. Is that a hint of your purpose? I bet it is, right? And look for other ways to express it and other ways to do those things in your life. Fit them into your regular routine and your parenting and your paid work and your time in the neighborhood or volunteering or with your family. Find ways to pull those patterns into your life. And the more you express those patterns, I'm wondering if a purpose won't become clear to you. Look for them. Get creative when looking for the patterns in your life and then move closer toward those things. 
and your purpose will be revealed. And you can do more of that, right? And if nothing else, you're going to have a ball. It's going to be a whole lot more fun because when we feel good, we do good. And uh, that leaves everybody feeling more satisfied. That brings us to Simply Nifty. It's one of my favorite parts of the show because I just like saying that word nifty. But this is a, uh, the part of the show where I talk about a favorite practice, website, book, whatever it is that fires me up. And today's Simply Nifty is write a note to yourself. And here's where this comes from. I was working uh, with a client last year to write a series of training manuals. And although the manuals were very technical and this was serious material, one thing she told me she wanted in all of this material was heart. She wanted a sense of heart, a sense of energy. And I want that too. I want that in my life. I want to live a wholehearted life. And so when she told me that, I took out a bright pink post-it note and in a Sharpie, I wrote across the top heart and I posted that above, I posted that above my desk as a reminder that that's the kind of energy I want to bring to the world, heart. I want it to be deep. I want it to be expressive. I want it to be loving, wholehearted. And now when I sit down to work, I look to do that in all my work, whether I'm writing a podcast or an article or communicating with my family members or friends. I want that to be a part of my message going forward, that resonance. It's not something I share with people. It's just something I know. I want to give out to the world. So right now for this Simply Nifty segment, here's what I want you to do. Write a message to yourself on a post-it and tack it on your bathroom mirror or over your desk or on the dash of your car. Let this be your theme guiding you toward your purpose. Remembering that it matters to your quality of life. Living deliberately, living on purpose, will enhance your experience and help you make a positive contribution in the world, which will make the world a better place for the rest of us. And it really can be boiled down to a single sentence or rewritten into a single word. Do it. Remember that there are many ways to express your purpose. No wrong answers. So leave yourself a note reminding you which direction you are moving. Look at the patterns in your life. They are spotlighting your purpose. Then create your theme or your word or sentence to guide you. It'll be like little breadcrumbs for you to follow when you're feeling off base. And then we can explore and see what we discovered. That's the fun part. The exploration is as much fun as finding the thing that elevates our experience and changes the world. It's energizing. Living this way is exciting and interesting. And I'm energized just talking about it. So thanks for listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said. Good luck exploring your purpose. And if you have more thoughts about this, be in touch. You can find me at P.L. Campbell on Twitter, at P.L. Campbell, or go to www.imperfectspirituality.com. There you can also sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter or uh, buy the awesome book, which talks a lot about this exploration and other ways to have more fun and joy in life. Sign up with the newsletter if you're curious about it. Check out the book. And for now, really, truly, thank you so much for being here. Now, let's go live well, do good, and be happy. (music) 